Welcome back to the Queen's School Chester podcast, the place where we talk to staff, parents and pupils about topics that are relevant to you. In this episode, we speak to Joanne Kevill, Deputy Headmistress at the Queen's School. We're about to find out what future-proofing students actually means, how the school's curriculum plays a part in this, and why it's so important to have a global aspect in life. So come with me as we step into a conversation with Joanne Kevill. Joanne, welcome to the Queen's School podcast. Thank you for being here. How are you today? Oh, I'm great, thanks. Something quite different for me on a Saturday morning uh, to be recording this podcast, but I'm actually really looking forward to our chat. Yeah, it it is a different thing for most people, actually, because a lot of people tend to listen to podcasts these days, but not that many people are on one as a guest. So it is a little bit different, a little bit strange. But in this episode, we're going to be talking about your role as deputy head of the senior school, but we're also going to be looking at future-proofing pupils. But before we do that, I wonder whether you could just tell us a little bit about your own education. So where you went to school and what you first did after you left school. Well, as you may be able to tell from my accent, I was brought up in Northern Ireland and mm-hmm. I went to an all-girls academic school myself, um, St. Patrick's Girls Academy, and it was an absolutely inspirational place to study. I went on to study at geography at the Queen's University in Belfast mm-hmm. and then moved to England just over 20 years ago to begin my teaching career. I've worked in a range of schools, co-ed, all girls, academically selective, comprehensive, state schools and independent schools. I definitely have to say I've never been happier than I have been, uh, you know, since my time at Queen's. I've been mm-hmm. deputy head here now for five years and mm-hmm. it's just a it's just a wonderful place to be working with super girls and superb staff. And what was it that brought you across the sea to England in the first place instead of staying in Ireland? Well, I came over uh, to to study in Lancaster to do my PGCE, intending to stay mm-hmm. for a year and then move back to Northern Ireland. But I just really liked the Northwest. I had a real connection, mm. and uh, yeah, I've I've been here ever since. And what was it about the Northwest that created that connection for you? Was it the people? Was it the food? Was it you know? I'd I, yeah, I'd say a similarity maybe uh, to, to to Ireland. There was there's a good link between the Northwest and Ireland. And I just um, felt it was a really good fit. Um, I enjoyed the, you know, there's, there's, uh, we talk about the crack in Northern Ireland, and mm-hmm. there's plenty of that in the Northwest as well. I mm-hmm. just, just really felt that we, we fit well. And I'm living in the Wirral now. Worked in Liverpool for quite a while. Uh, now living on the Wirral, uh, I'm working in Chester and bringing up my own children here now as well. So definitely staying in the Northwest. And how old are your own children? I have a son who's ten and a daughter who's eight. Oh, great ages. Very good fun. <laughs> yes. Lots, lots, lots to do. Lots to keep me busy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. OK, so future proofing students. What does that actually mean then when we talk about future proofing your pupils? Well, I suppose it's making sure that our girls have the skills and the behaviours um, and the mindsets today for, well, what what essentially is a pretty uncertain tomorrow you know Mm. at Queen's we create a really safe space in school that allows the girls to figure out who they are and and you know what they love doing so we 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 work really hard to make sure that the the girls they're 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 flexible they're adaptable you know agile in their planning so you know very hands-on in terms of project planning whether that be you know designing a new garden for the lower school site or Mm -hmm. our eco club girls in senior school uh, who are working really hard with senior leadership team to ensure Mm -hmm. that we are carbon neutral 
we have a very strong school council, you know, and students, for example, on the catering committee, really working hard and working together with us to make sure that the food we offer at Queen's is exactly what the, what the girls want. So, you know, creating those opportunities. Also then, you know, developing a resilience to change. So our girls are very confident with and comfortable with problem solving. Um, and, and we establish and develop leadership and lifelong learning for all the girls. Every student in sixth form, for example, has a leadership role, whether that's linked to academic departments or to developing diversity in school or our extracurricular programme. But they're given that opportunity to really lead on projects in school and make a difference. Uh, and they can see that impact uh, within within the school as well, which is superb. I would add technology. You know, we really promote confident use of technology. Every pupil and, sh- and member of staff at Queen's has an iPad. And, mm-hmm. you know, we use those, girls use those effortlessly, whether they're collaborating on work together whilst working at home or in school and developing projects together. We have opened a virtual boardroom about a year ago at Queen's. And this this is where students are able to, our modern foreign language students, um, zoom in and have lessons with students in, in our sister school in Spain. Oh, we wow. also have a link school in, in France. And we're working on setting up now a link with a school in uh, Shenzhen in China as well, wow. which is just fabulous. But to see the girls sit in the boardroom so confidently and so comfortably, you know, liaising with people from around the world. I would also say our alumni network's very strong. So we would regularly have lunchtime sessions where mm-hmm. past students will, you know, meet with our girls and, you know, um, give them advice, careers advice. Mm-hmm and support in that respect as well. So they're very comfortable with using technology. And then finally, I suppose it's it's creating those opportunities for the girls to be able to innovate and, you know, develop their entrepreneurial skills. So every year we have a number of very strong teams uh, taking part in the Tycoon Enterprise Competition. Uh, we've had some really good success with that. Uh, cybersecurity as well with uh, coding is, is very popular Queens and uh, the girls take part in the GCQ competition, uh, cybersecurity competition each year. Uh, so technology wise they're really by the time they leave us they're absolutely ready you know they don't know what maybe what career they're going to follow but they've developed those skills they've figured out who they are and they're ready to to take on the world I suppose gosh wow that's a fantastic answer that's encompassing a lot of different things isn't it let's just look at a couple of those things that you've mentioned one of them you mentioned was the confident use of technology That's an interesting addition of the word confident, because in a lot of schools, they might talk about technology. Why have you included the word confident in there? I suppose our girls, you know, uh, absolutely develop confidence in everything they do. The technology is just an it's it's a natural tool that they'll use. And it's certainly not an add on. So it's an integral part of everything we do. So the entire curriculum is online. And the reality is that's what it's like at university now. Students submit everything online. They, they access the lectures online. So and, and it, it allows the girls as well to sort of have that global reach. And it makes we are a very small school. And, and that's lovely. There's a really strong family feel and a strong sense of community. But we have significant links because of our technology with the rest of the world. So we're very much part of that global network as well. So it just comes very naturally to the girls. I watched a couple of HPQ presentations this week. That's higher project qualification. Okay, where, thank you for that. G- I was about to yes, ask you about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, GCSE students have 
researched at a at a academic level an area of um, study that interests them, and then they present. But to watch them in the boardroom, just confidently air up the information, you know, present that on um, Apple TV is just phenomenal to watch you can see these girls are the you know ceos of the future and they just they they leave queens just very confident in what they're doing and you mentioned about the sister school in spain and i think you said france as well and a new one in china tell me a little bit more about why china was included as an addition to those european schools well, we are a Confucius classroom school, so um, mm-hmm. we work very closely with university in Beijing and okay. every student uh, studies at Mandarin at Queen's starting in year seven. We do some after school clubs in lower school just to get a flavour for it. And then every student studies in year seven um, and they have the option to study right up to sixth form. So it's something we've, we feel very passionately about. We also then have links and we provide tuition, Mandarin tuition for a lot of the local schools in the area. So we have students who will come to Queen's for an after school club every Monday afternoon. And we also provide outreach. So our Mandarin teacher will go out and work with pupils in other schools in the local community. Every two years, we take a group of girls to China as well. And it's such an important language to to learn. You know, um, the Chinese economy is one of the fastest growing in the world. And it's Mm. lovely to see our girls are confident and able to converse in Mandarin as well. So, Mm. yeah, Mm. that's something we've developed over the last few years. There aren't that many independent schools with this, this link to Confucius Classroom, but it's something we're really proud of. And why was it that you forged that link with Confucius Classroom? Something developed, I'd say as a school, as an, we are an independent school, but we're very keen to, to, to have to work together and form partnerships. And this was just, this seemed like a really good opportunity, a really useful mm. way for us to do that. It's, it's, it's been really successful. So it's going from strength mm. to strength. And one of the other things you mentioned, Joanne, was the entrepreneurial skills with the pupils at the Queen's. To what extent do you find people like Sheryl Sandberg at Facebook, or she was at Facebook, I don't think she is now, but people who are really really entrepreneurial in their field and female, to what extent do you feel that helps with the, the pupils at your school? It's vital. It's really important to have those role models. And again, we're very lucky in terms of a lot of our students. They they want to give back, you know, so they do come back mm. year after year, whether it's to speak at prize giving or at our commemora- our annual commemoration service or to catch up with the, you know, the students at lunchtimes. So we, we have a, a lovely wall on the corridor towards my uh, office with our alumni. It's kind of like the, you know, uh, wall of fame, I suppose, in some respects. But, you know, our our girls go on to do great things. So it's so important to have those role models, but especially mm. in terms of to listen to and to speak with somebody, you know, who was at our school and who went to these classrooms. And, you know, it, it really inspires the younger girls to really mm. want to work hard to achieve. So in what way does the school's curriculum play a part in all of this future proofing that you're talking about? Yes. So I suppose the um, structure of the curriculum is very much built around the needs and talents of the girls. I mentioned Mm -hmm. we're a small school and that gives us great flexibility. So, you know, in terms of options, we ask the girls what would they like to study and we build the timetable around that. We we regularly review our provision to ensure that it's really, we're providing a bespoke education. 
we offer a broad range of opportunities in, in terms of subject choice from the modern foreign languages, classical subjects, and we're able to adapt to suit the girls' needs, whether that be early entry qualifications, for example, uh, or we've recently adapted our sixth form uh, curriculum. We have the Queen's School Baccalaureate, and that involves every student will study either three or four A-levels in depth, but then for breadth, they will take part in an EPQ, which is an extended project qualification. This is mm-hmm. a research project, really researched at a level beyond A-level, where they're developing the skills of academic research, academic writing and referencing. Um, so that's very powerful. But also then MOOCs. Um, so students will do two to three these are massive open online courses. Um, and again, given girls the choice to, to study what they'd like to look at. And then our Quest program as well, which is where the students are involved on a Wednesday afternoon, years 13, 12 and 11, can take part in competitive sport. They can get involved in fitness, whether it's karate or yoga or rock climbing, ice wow. skating, awesome. uh, or yeah, get out into the community as well and volunteer. So there's, you know, curriculum wise, there's a lot on offer and I'd say because we work hard to make sure the girls are able to do what they enjoy, achievement is is superb. So we've got a very strong value added in terms of the academics. Girls regularly achieve over 85% will achieve A star to B at A level, you know, over 80% grade 9 to 6 at GCSE. And they really do, they achieve significantly above uh, national Mm. average. And that's Mm. not because we're an academic hothouse, but it's because we're giving the girls the opportunities to develop these skills in so many different ways beyond the curriculum as well. Mm. Um, Mm. You know, I've talked about the academics, but our co-curricular program is vast and we really invest a lot of time and effort in that too so that the girls are able to be really happy, you know, when they're in school and enjoy their time in school. Okay, so let's look a little bit now at careers and career support, because obviously that is a a very important area that schools can help to prepare students for the future. But how has it evolved over the years? And what would you say are some of the key components to valuable careers guidance? Yes, I would say first and foremost, it's really important to start early. So, you know, we we begin in lower school. So our older girls will visit lower school and get talking about, you know, subject options and things like that. Our alumni will zoom in or visit again just to sort of, you know, get the younger girls inspired. And then from year seven, students have careers lessons. Uh, okay, we have a, from year seven. Have, wow. From year seven, yes. We have a full-time uh, careers officer, Mrs. Dawson. She also offers them one-to-one sessions mm-hmm. uh, for anybody that maybe just has a you know a few questions following on from the lessons. We have a really well-resourced careers library, and we have also signed up to Unifrog, which is an online careers platform. And th- again, the girls access that from year seven. They're able to, you know, do little personality quizzes to see what subject choices might suit them, or explore Mm -hmm. careers and see what subjects they might need so really beginning early would be first and foremost I've mentioned before our alumni we have such a strong connection with our past pupils and they really give a lot back so whether that's you know that they'll give talks when we're coming up to university applications they come in and have lunch with students as well so any girls who are interested whether it's you know an engineer coming back or a doctor coming back we we set up mentoring as well um, where the Mm -hmm. girls can hook up with uh, one of our past pupils and get a little bit of advice one-to-one advice Um, so Mm. that's really successful and I think again 
it's much more inspirational actually speaking to somebody who was in your shoes and is now doing you know the job that you want to do so that works very well and then finally our university support and applications process our sick form team have it down to an absolute you know it, it's just it's superb so mr yeah. wilson leads the team and we've got a very strong program guiding the girls from year 11 onwards through that whole mm. process and then so you know it means that destinations wise um after sixth form vast majority of students will get into their first choice of university oh, because we yeah mm-hmm. we've started that process so early they've applied for the right courses essentially and they're leaving with these great skills and it works very well Joanne I've got a couple of questions now nothing at all to do with school or the pupils at the school just to do with you actually um when you're not at school and you're not even thinking about school how do you enjoy spending your time doing something just for fun yeah, I mentioned my children at the beginning and I um, mm-hmm. have to say I have a lot of fun with them. So they certainly keep <laughs> me on my toes, um, you know. So um, I, I mentioned I live in the Wirral. Um, we just get out as much as we can out and about. During lockdown, I discovered an awful lot of beautiful walkways <laughs> round about little forests and streams that I just didn't know were on my uh, doorstep. So we do get out a lot together. I'm also a keen runner. So I, I absolutely love getting out um, and running. I'm not in a club. I actually quite like doing that by myself. Put on my okay. headphones, listen to some yeah. music, and it's just great. Um, kind of zone into that run, do you? Absolutely, yes. Super. Mm. What sort of distance do you enjoy running? Well, not as far as I used to be able to do, I have to say. <laughs> Five or ten K. Okay, right. Oh, that's a, that's a good distance, though. How far yeah. did you used to run then? Yeah, yeah. I would have run uh, quite a few 10Ks regularly um, in the past, but I'm slowing down a little bit. (laughs) That's okay. We're allowed to do that. Okay, here's another question. If you can invite any musician around for dinner, dead or alive, who would you ask? Oh, my word. That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Let's see. I might say Nina Simone. Oh, okay, that's a good yeah, one. I know. Yeah. I absolutely love her songs, there, and I just I uh, I imagine she lived quite a life, and I just loved yeah. to. You know, she was around at a time when so much was happening. There's so much power in her songs, and they really mm-hmm. tell a story. And uh, yeah, I'd 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 love I'd love to talk to her and find out the stories behind those songs. Very powerful. I find her very empowering. And her baby just cares for her, of course. (laughs) (laughs) So for anyone listening to this who maybe has a follow-up question to anything you may have said, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? If they log on to our website, they can email the school directly and uh, I'd be delighted to get back in touch with them. Well, look, Joanne, thank you so much for your time coming on to this episode. It's been really good hearing you talk about future-proofing pupils in the school and about all of the links you have with all of these different associations. But thank you very much for your time, especially on a Saturday coming on to this. <laughs> You're welcome. It was a pleasure. Thank you. So that was Joanne Kevill, Deputy Headmistress at the Queen's School, talking about future-proofing students in school. A big thank you to Joanne for coming on to this episode of the podcast, especially over the weekend. And for anyone who's heard anything and might want to get in touch, then don't forget you can just search the Queen's School Chester and you'll see the website there. And also, while you're here, this is a new podcast channel, so now is the time to follow this channel, because then when each episode is released, you'll receive a small notification just to let you know that it's there. So go and do that. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode, and we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now.